Bush and Richie here with another podcast for you. Can I just say uh, the show you're about to hear? I just want to thank you, Richie. Why? At no point during the program have you mentioned Everton Football Club. I thought you might have uh, at some point needled me a little bit about how bad we were over the weekend, and if I feel you, quite sensitive. If you supported, let's. Let, let, I'll be frank here. If you supported. Tottenham Hotspur, right, and you had uh, lost three nil at the weekend off the back of losing seven two to Bayern Munich midweek. Hey, listen, don't let my nice cosy hug of a start turn into a dig against Spurs. It wasn't meant to be. It wasn't. No, it's no, heading no, that way. No, it wasn't meant. To, it wasn't meant to be. I was clarifying. It's a hypothetical situation. It was, uh, hypothetical. If you supported Tottenham Hotspur who lost 3-0 <laughs> to Brighton and Hove Albion at the weekend off the back of uh, a 7-2 midweek defeat to Bayern Munich yeah. I'd have brought that up <laughs> because I support Arsenal right alright if you uh, had lost 1-0 away at Newcastle United yeah uh, this is Man United now, and this man. is Man United and you supported them I'd mention that okay but because you support Everton and not really a I have no, no. It's not that you're We're not, not a really threat, a threat. Neither are Spurs nor Manchester United right now. Okay, you really are right. going for this. I'm just saying I have no axe to grind with the Toffees, which is why it would have been wrong of me to bring up their defeat to whoever you lost to at the Burnley. Weekend. Can't even remember who he lost to because I don't. It, it's, I don't want to do that to you. I, I <laughs> sorry. I tried to make this a very conciliatory start to the podcast, but uh, I think we've already had people punch out already. <laughs> Those of you that are left. Here's the show. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Some breaking news for you, first of all, and an update that we need to bring you about the Keratin Horn. Keratin Horn update. No other radio station can bring you that kind of thing on a Monday afternoon, can they? I'm unaware of anyone else broadcasting with a keratin horn attached to their face. Uh, that's a very good point. <laughs> that is a very good point. No one else is doing this. We're breaking new ground. So, to bring you up to speed, you may remember a couple of uh, couple of weeks ago, I told you how I'd been to the doctor about a little something that appeared on my face. I was told it was a keratin horn that I had uh, growing. As you will have seen, uh, maybe in the, the opening episode of The Apprentice, keratin horn is what a rhino has. It's like hair, isn't it? Hair. Absolutely, yes, exactly what it is. Into a horn shape. And I was told it was going to uh, break off, fall off, and not to worry about it. Well, it's still there. So I went to the doctors again this morning. There's been an update. It's been reclassified. Reclassification of a keratin yeah. horn? It's no longer a keratin horn. What the hell is it, then? It's a wart. Oh, that's way less <laughs> extravagant, isn't it? Kind of war update. Less extravagant and absolutely horrendous. At least it's timed it right for Halloween. I don't have to work so hard on oh, the costume now. Do you know what I, I thought? The keratin so embarrassing. Thing, it allowed us, uh, you know, kind of like a bit of joke about it. It was good fun. That I know. Wart, for me, it changes the entire aspect of this well, It's changed it for me pretty quickly, yes. so I want it off. I want it off very, very quickly. But unfortunately, I've been referred for uh, a dermatology appointment it's going to take three months. Three months to get rid of that? Three months. If it's poking that far out of your moustache and this about a time in, don't. It, you're going to need a spare room for it in three months' time. <laughs> Come Christmas, it's going to be like, where's Warty? <laughs> so I ask the question right now, with me being told I've got to wait three months to wow. remove this from my face, what are you waiting for right now? Home time with Bush and Richie. 
Anne-Marie says, I'm crying laughing, sitting in the car outside college waiting for my son. Uh, hashtag Richie, hashtag Bush, hashtag Absolute Radio, hashtag Wart. Not really something we want to get trending, that, so can we just no. um, move away from that on the social side of things? Let's not have Wart trending, please. <laughs> uh, the thing is, if you tell them not to do it, what are they going to do? Yeah, they're gonna do a very it. good point. We're asking you, what are you waiting for? I've been told to go wait three months for an appointment to get this wart Ugh. removed of my face. Not exactly something you want to be walking around for. I'll do it for 75 quid next week. <laughs> do you know what? It might come to that. If you're going to DIY it, what would you do? Think DIY wart removal. Oh, um, what would you do? Oh, my goodness. I, freeze it. Freeze it. <laughs> Stick yeah. your head in the freezer. I th- I'd rather, if it's you doing it, I'd rather not go down that avenue of thinking about I've it. I've got some brilliant stuff in one of those little collapsible fishing boxes, my toolbox I, I, I don't doubt it for a second. Offers there, mate. Offers uh, there. Claire says, uh, Claire with toothache in London, I've been waiting nearly two years <sighs> for a hospital appointment to get my wisdom teeth removed. As someone who's had them out... Keep waiting. Not good. It's not good fun, is it? Not good fun. Katie says I'm waiting for 35 Botox injections in my head to treat migraines. Wow. 35 in one go. And Daz in Manchester, this is what I'm waiting for as well. He says, All right, lads, I'm waiting for United season to actually start. I'm waiting for Everton season to end. <laughs> Knock it on the head right there. Thanks very much. Home time with Bush and Richie. We needed some DJs to fill the time slot. These two were available. More importantly, grateful. Bush has offered to uh, DIY remove it. Not really uh, that keen on that. I said £75. I'm going to drop my price because you're a good friend. 45 quid. Uh, Mick in Stafford says, liquid nitrogen, that's what you need. My mate used to do that if I had a Veruca and he did it at his surgery. He was a vet. Brilliant. I, l- I love the fact he's having a crack at someone else's career. It's a no from me, Mick. If you have something in your career, because they don't, they don't burn them off anymore, do they? Boards? No, they don't. Can you stop encouraging this? Genuinely, though, if you have something in your line of work that could Get rid of Richie's wart. Let us know. 8, 12, 15. Let's make this a part of the show. But we've asked what you're waiting for, because I've been told to wait three months to have this thin off, which is doing my head in. Uh, Dave says, I'm warting for my... He's playing words for waiting. Thanks, Dave. For my 14-month-old son to start walking, so I don't have to keep picking him up when he gets stuck somewhere. <laughs> now you feel our little girl's the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, James and Burnley, all right, fellas? I've got to wait four months to have the stitches removed from my eye after oh. a cornea transplant. No more eye stories. Wowee. Uh, Michelle, what are you waiting for? Um, so I'm waiting for we're waiting for the arrival of our first baby, who's due tomorrow, and the weeks are getting slower and slower. We just can't wait for it to arrive. Oh, and you had that situation where you feel like you're just ready to have the baby now because the last bit I remember, my other half, Katie, just feeling really hot and heavy and couldn't walk around properly, and it just got a little bit too much. Yeah, it is. We've all prepared. It's like the cot's ready. We've got everything. It's just. Kind of sitting around now. Well, trust me, waiting for a baby to arrive. We've Bush and I have both been through that, but I can tell you, it's it's more exciting than waiting to have a wart removed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't envy you that at all. <laughs> are you doing any crazy uh, uh, home birth type action? You going? Are we going into a hospital? You know What's what? the plan? No, we have a home birth plan. So we've got a pool. I love that. In the corner of the lounge. The thing is, right, you've got a swimming pool there, right? So you have your own swimming pool in. <laughs> when, when do you start filling that up? The baby's due tomorrow. Do you, do you get your starts, you know, filling it up tonight and then your husband can do the thing where you rake the leaves off the top like in, <laughs> in Neighbours? When do you fill uh, it up? No, we, uh, we don't wait until things start kicking off and then when the midwife comes, we'll fill it up. We'll have it. It's like, it's like a summer's day all over again. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Do keep us updated. And uh, uh, Bush, Richie, they're both wonderful names. <laughs> I'll take that into consideration.
We'll consider that a guarantee. Thank you so much for naming your child after us. It's home time with Bosch and Richie. Ben says, afternoon, boys. I'm a forklift truck mechanic, and part of my toolkit is a battery-powered angle grinder. I could whiz it off in seconds. It's a no, thanks. That'll be some form of outside broadcast. Cheers, Gary ben. says, guys, I have a high-end and very accurate air rifle. I could take Richie's walk <laughs> right. for 40 okay. yards, like William telling his crossbow. <laughs> Once again, love it. it's a no from me. So good. Uh, we're asking you what you're waiting for, because I've got to wait three months for this thing to go. Karen says, I'm waiting for planning permission for a composting toilet. Oh, my word. Oh, what? This... This show today. Keep us posted. <laughs> uh, right, Antonietta, what are you waiting for? Um, so, yeah, I have a prosthetic leg mm-hmm. and uh, I've been waiting for two and a half years to get a foot that actually moves, the ankle moves so you can wear heels and stuff. Right. Oh, wow, and okay. I was on my way and I was five minutes away and someone crashed into my car. No oh, way! Nightmare. <laughs> So I got to my prosthetic clinic and they were like, we're not doing it today, go to A&E. Wow, after all that wait, and you're all right now? Yeah, I'm fine. I've just got bits of backache and and it was at the light, so it wasn't too bad. But, yeah, my car is suffering. And I was like, so I can't get my new foot. So how how are you going to get your foot? Where, Where do we go from here? How do you end up getting your foot? And I have a new appointment now. Yes. And I wait. I'm going next Monday. Can I give you one bit of advice? Uh, get the sorry? bus. Just get the bus. <laughs> Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, with tailored contracts that lower your monthly bill, it's easy to find a phone you'll truly love at Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. Um, you've been helpful. The Home Time family, been Jason. Great. Jason says, uh, John Candy had the right idea in Uncle Buck on how to remove a wart. I can't remember what that was. Uh, well, Luke in Stourbridge has texted on the same subject, saying you need to take a trip to the pet shop uh, because in Uncle Buck, you just got a rat to do its work. Oh, <laughs> So what happens? Yeah, that's uh, that's another no. Very strange. Uh, this text here says, Richie, you need dandelion sap. Pick dandelions, put this on your face every day, and your wart will drop off after a few weeks. That's kind of a natural remedy. That, out of everything, is the closest uh, that I've come to any listener suggestion that I will even entertain. Would you would you apply dandelion sap for me every I, day? At I 10 would to love 4? to walk around Chalkwell Park in Leon. <laughs> It'd be like, do you remember the eighties TV show Cadfire? <laughs> I the do. Mon- the monk that <laughs> solved crimes through the power of herbs. Consider it done. Home time with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. Apologies to the Absolute Radio receptionist, Stuart, who has just had to take a call from Carol from Bradford. Uh, What's Carol want? She didn't call the studio, she called reception uh, to give him a wart remedy. Oh, Sue, mate, I'm sorry. <laughs> he doesn't need this. He's just had to email up from reception saying, Carol got rid of one by a pineapple. Uh, didn't say how long she kept it against her face, but it was quicker than three months. Hey, look, if the pineapple <laughs> remedy can uh, undercut, you know, normal surgery by uh, by even a month, it's worth going for. No more on warts, please, and please don't bother reception anymore. And a fruit salad for the pair of us at the end of each show as well. Everyone's a winner. Home time with Bush and Richie. These guys again. Right, I'm off for a pasty. Hold this until I'm back with you. So this weekend, for the first time in my entire life, I'm going on a proper walking holiday. Love this bit of music. 
more to be more precise, a lads' walking holiday, which has just got disaster written all over it. <laughs> uh, so, in terms of a lineup, uh, it's me, obviously DJ. I just have to say, this is not music to a lads' walking holiday. Imagine us like going over the crest of a hill, discovering new stuff and having jam sandwiches in the fields. Uh, you've got Brian, who's the producer of the Magic Breakfast Show. You've got Pete, who does creative stuff. Mark designs video games for Sony, and Adrian, Adrian Hyatt, ex newsreader at Absolute Radio. So, there's no survival smarts between us. None whatsoever. It's not like anyone is involved in a in like a job or a discipline where you use your hands or you're outdoors or anything. So we're a bit doomed to start with. Uh, we're going to the Pe- uh, Peak District. We're going to be climbing a thing called Kinder Scout. I've heard of Kinder Egg, never Kinder Scout. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently 636 metres above sea level, this thing is. Right. The highest point in the Peak District. Uh, but I've, I'm in a situation where I've got none of the gear and no idea. I haven't got anything. So tomorrow, I need to go as an emergency and buy a load of stuff from an outdoor shop across the way here from where we work. But I, I'm just after any suggestions, not only as to what kit I need, because I, I literally haven't got anything. Secondly, any, any tips on walking or rambling? OK, well, I... I are, you, are you a rambler? Are you rambling? I'm, I'm not a rambler, uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by using a little bit of logic and say I would say the first thing that you've got to start with if you're doing a walking holiday, you can't skimp on your footwear. It's like your tyres. Proper, proper, full-on, like, walking boots, you reckon? Why are they called crampons? I think that's climbing, and it? it's that spikes for climbing. Although we are going up Kinder, Kinder Egg. <laughs> yeah, if you're going up Kinder Egg, Kinder, you said Kinder that Egg. was something like 650 metres or something or other. Good start. So I would jot Making down on your shopping list, and this is me with no idea. I'm saying crampons. crampons. I might Google what they are in the next time. I, I don't want to misspell that and go into a local shop, that's for sure. Well, they might, they, yeah, they might not do that anyway in uh, the uh, so outdoor place. A twelve fifteen. like, for example, I'm thinking sticks. I've seen people walk past me before uh, mm-hmm. in rural settings with double skiing sticks. You yeah. know, like double spikes. I don't think it's snowing. Well, I mean, but they, they weren't, it wasn't snow when I walked past them. Fair enough. Crazy. Or maybe I need one stick, a one wooden stick, but with a shield of each county that I visited. What about also those, uh, that, that little fold-out stool that's on a stick as oh, well? Fold-out, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Home time with Bush and Richie. Use by date, probably yesterday. Rick says, he's texted 8 12, 15, he says, Vaseline stops oh. chafing where you don't need it. I'm thinking where, where does he, does he mean like... Or does he mean like? Mean? Or I'm thinking here. Really? Well, oh man, imagine putting Vaseline on down there. You I've get run, kicked out of your local. No, for that. seriously, I've done two marathons. It's handy. You Vaseline but down you, there? You could, you could, you could Vaseline here. Yeah, this is an awful <laughs> mime. And you could Vaseline here. There's some engineers in the other studio wondering what the hell's going on there. Okay, I'll Vaseline up. I just don't want to be that guy. You know that guy that's. Uh, if I take the wrong gear, I'm not prepared properly. That I'm, I'm airlifted off the side. But of equally, it. if you don't do what I've just suggested, you don't want to be that guy. I don't want to be that guy either. Yeah. That really would ruin the weekend. Yeah. Uh, some people not taking this seriously. What can I get? Andrew says just take snacks and a jacket. <laughs> ben says Perry Levi's and some. Nike Air Max, you'll be reaped. It's not big coat weather yet. I hope the big coat protocol doesn't come back Good to point. haunt me. Well, we'll review it in a week's time. Uh, Loz says take a camel pack of water and some chocolate in case your blood sugar drops. Trust me, I once got caught out on a walk and was forced to steal a turnip from a farmer's field just for sustenance. That is a, what an amazing story. It should be made into a movie. And Kate says, this is very weird, uh, sip, don't gulp your drinks and bring a shovel. <laughs> Best bit of advice all day. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. With 
tailored contracts that lower your monthly bill, it's easy to find a phone you'll truly love at Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Terms and conditions apply. You said you were climbing some hill called Kinder Egg or something or other, yeah? Kinder Scout, apparently. Okay, there's no uh, name attached to this, but they say, Bush, if you are climbing Kinder, keep an eye and ear out for the ghosts. Ghosts? Oh, I love ghosts. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I'll try and trap a ghost. Martin in Stockton on T says, why am I imagining scenes from Deliverance? That's not the kind of advice I need. Thank you very much. Uh, we won't be going anywhere near kayaks. Sarah from Sheffield says, a bush you'll definitely need waterproof leg warmers to stop the bottom of your trousers getting wet. Hashtag top tip. Now, we've talked about it before on the show, I think, where there's this thing where some builders wear tights. They do, yeah. Keep themselves warm. Maybe it's time for tights. Give it a go. Give it a go. Now, Sean Cattell, you said Peak District. Uh, that is where he is from. What is your tip for the weekend, Sean? Uh, you need to just go to the pub, mate. Uh, Kinder Scale is great if you're fit, healthy, young, and you don't sound like any of them things. Oh, my <laughs> words. <laughs> He's got local <laughs> intel here. He's not being cheeky. Well, we're. I think we're staying in Edale, right? So, is there any good pubs there? Okay. Two good pubs. Do you know what though, right? If if we, I I know I have a friend, right? And I remember this amazing story that uh, him and his mate from the same village, this is down in Devon, used to tell their wives yeah. that they were going to karate practice on a Thursday night, and what they would do is meet up in their karate kit and just drink in the pub. <laughs> And if our other halves, if our other halves find out that we we've bought all this walking gear and then we've just sat in a in a boozer for for two days, it's sure, going to go mad. It's been good to talk to you, but <laughs> I think for the sake of Bush's relationship, we need to end this call now. <laughs> Home time with Bush and Richie. So tonight on History, Damien Lewis guides you through some of the most remarkable intelligence and security operations of modern times in the brilliant eight-part documentary Spy Wars. And our lovely friends at History here have given us a £1,000 to help solve a crime in our own building. Help us solve it and the money is yours. Uh, so Ben Burrell has been kidnapped and one of the presenters is the culprit. History have hired myself and Richie to track down the villain, but we are struggling somewhat. We know a few bits and bobs. You, you might need to listen closely here to try and help us with this. Ben was taken at 4pm uh, from the studio and the, the perpetrator has left three vital clues. The first clue is a burnt home-time tea towel. Hmm. Disgusting. Exhibit A. The second one is a spirit level. Exhibit B. And the third and final one is a roll of underlay. Exhibit D, just to be a bit of a winder. So we've rounded up the DJs who were in the vicinity at the time and who we think it possibly could be. They're Dave Berry, Leona Graham and Danielle Perry. Now, here's their alibis that they've given. Well, it couldn't have been me. I took Matt Dyson for a happy meal after the show because... I'm not going to lie, he's been an extra good boy of late. He really has. I don't know who kidnapped Ben. I was at home installing my blinds and fitting my carpet. Listen, it wasn't me. I went to the theatre, darling. Hmm, I feel like Danielle protests too much. Interestingly, if you think you know who kidnapped Ben, then call us now. Home time with Bush and Richie. Deepheat, fisherman's friends and a carrier bag with some snacks in. And tonight on History, Damien Lewis guides you through some of the most remarkable intelligence and security operations of modern times in the brilliant eight-part documentary series Spy Wars. So, our good friend and indeed colleague Ben Burrell was kidnapped earlier. We know from the clues we found it was sadly one of our presenters. The clues we found, they were a, a burnt home-time tea towel. Sacrilege. A spirit level. Unbelievable. And a roll of underlay. Uh, luckily, Suzanne has called in to try and solve the crime. Hello, Suzanne. 
Hello. Hello, Royce. Hello, Richie. Hi, uh, hello, uh, Chief Inspector Suzanne. Good, oh, no. good to have you on board. Have you had a good Monday so far up until this point? Yeah, not too bad. Is it weird where the way you are? It's like the end of the world, sat here. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's just everywhere's flooded, so, yeah. It doesn't bode well for me going up Kinder Egg, does no, it? No, it doesn't. No. <laughs> but, hey, look, all this chit-chat, and sadly we're amongst uh, desperate times uh, here at Absolute Radio because of Ben's disappearance. Suzanne, you think you know who it was? I think so, yes. Who are you pointing the finger at? I think it was Leona. I would say Leona is kind of the root of all problems. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you, you know, you're playing the, the kind of percentages here. Any particular reason why you, you suspect it's her? Um, I think she said she was laying some carpet. Do you know what she did? And then obviously there was that mm. that underlay. Well, let's let's press her and see what she says. Okay, okay, it was me. I can't stand Ben coming in and talking about Tottenham every day before his show. I would have got away with it if it wasn't for you two scoundrels. Booker Dano. <laughs> well done. Uh, you've just won £1,000 all thanks to History and their brilliant new show, Spy Wars. That's amazing. Thank you so much. Lovely to speak to you. Have a brilliant Monday night. You too, guys. So it premieres tonight at 9pm, revealing the remarkable true stories behind the most gripping international spy operations from the last 40 years. And that's History, the 24-7 channel where history is alive. It's home time with Bush and Richie. Uh, would you watch a TV channel called Sick TV? Sick TV. Sick TV. Let's in like awful, like <laughs> really no, bad. No, no, no. TV for ill people. Let me explain. This weekend, in fact, you know what? The last last forty eight hours, I feel like I've been surrounded by illness. We've had to send home our producer Adem halfway through the show today. He's been ill. It was like Day of the Dead sat opposite him in the cafe earlier on, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. I've never seen anything like it. And this weekend, my wife has pretty much lived on the sofa with a great big box of tissues with some kind of lurgy but the sign that I always know when she's ill is Gilmore Girls gets put on TV now I, I'm going to admit I don't know what Gilmore Girls is what is that you're better off um, it's, um, <laughs> is it on it, normal channels or it, it? well at the moment it's found on Netflix I think it was around in the early noughties right okay um, and uh, whenever I see it on TV it's a sign that she's ill it's her go-to show for when there's illness and it's just oh I'm just going to stick on Gilmore Girls bit of a comfort blanket is it's it? a comfort Comfort blanket, it's exactly that. And it did make me wonder, maybe there should be a TV channel called Sick TV. You might be onto something there. That is just shows that are generic go-to shows for when you're ill. I don't want to make it sound like Dragon's Den, but I can imagine the pitch. Uh, in any given day in the United Kingdom, 1.2 million people are off at sick at exactly. any given time. Exactly. Think of the, uh, yeah, I'm not going to name products or business here, but think about the commercial side of things. You'd go to all sorts of remedy people that might want to advertise in between Gilmore Girls and some other show. Chicken soup. Lots of adverts <laughs> for chicken soup. Exactly, that's what it would be. Uh, so we're thinking of like, scheduling this in terms of shows. Let's create there. the channel together. If it's going to work, we need to have shows scheduled that people would want to watch while they're ill. So if you're going to chip in with this, think about what you always end up watching when you're ill. For me, Quincy MD. There you go, on a lunchtime. Do you remember the opening sequence of that? It's uh, him, he appears to be taking the pulse of what you think is some female that's in trouble. Pans back, he's just holding a lady rest on a yacht. Yes. Quincy MD. <laughs> yeah. Love Quincy MD. Such a great show. Jack Klug, I think was Clag his name. Klugman or something Klugman like that. or something like that, yeah. He's not the guy who loved Remington so much he bought the company. No, that's Victor Kayam. That's Victor Kayam, same kind of guy. Anyway, one for the kids. One for the kids. Home time with Bush and Richie. We asked everyone else we could think of, but they were washing their hair. 
so we got these two and they never wash their hair. Not making everybody happy here after I made a sweeping comment about the TV show Gilmore Girls. Uh, whenever it is on telly, it's a sign to me that I know my wife is ill. Yeah. She's gone to it for her go-to uh, sort of, uh, you know, feel-good TV show. Comfort blanket. Exactly. So we're trying to create a TV channel called Sick TV. Uh, this text comes in, Oh my goodness, Gilmore Girls is the best chicken soup. Typical men, angry face emoji. Hey, now, come on, let's be friends. Let the genders yeah. be friends. It wasn't a statement about the show. It was more just about the fact I knew that it meant I'd have to suddenly but wait she's hand and foot. actually uh, proved your point by saying it's the perfect chicken soup. There you go. Exactly. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, so we want your suggestions as to what TV shows could be. Imagine an entire TV network dedicated uh, TV shows, comfort blanket stuff for people sat there, maybe in their duvets, got a day off work. What's going to be on there? Uh, James in Kent is saying The Wonder Years. Oh, I used to love that. It's a great show. Uh, Karen in Greenock says Murder, She Wrote. I used to love that as well. A little yeah, that would be straight on there, yeah. Jessica Fletcher doing a bit of typing at the yeah, beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ridge Wyman has gone for, and there's a few people mentioned this, Only Fools and Horses on Loop is a must. Hashtag sick TV. <laughs> <laughs> and one more here from uh, Edel saying, I've just rewatched all 35 hours of the original Cold Feet series and I still cried when Rachel died. Oh. 35 hours, that's a long illness. And that's one of the latest spoiler alerts we're ever going to get on this show. <laughs> Home time with Bosch and Richie. No name attached to this, but somebody says, I'm South African, our feeder zone pet is awesome. So often I can't actually understand the Geordie dudes, though. Oh, I used to love that programme so much. <laughs> I think everyone's got an affinity with a certain character. I think mine would be Moxie. Uh, Kieran in Gillingham says, how about interspersing the programmes with self-diagnosing guides and remedies to take pressure off the NHS. That's a really good point. They could educate as well. Really thinking this through. Uh, Mark in Enfield says, Sick TV, got to be Columbo, <laughs> along with Hornblower. That uh, sounds quite apt after the keratin horn starts of the show. <laughs> uh, Jack in Kent says, Evening, guys, you can't beat a good carry-on film when you feel rubbish. Yes, that's true. Really? Oh, I love carry-on films. Carry on up the Kyber when you've got a temperature. No thanks. <laughs> uh, Dave, Dave says, Grand Designs, watching rich people make out their scrimping and poor while building a million-pound shed. I, I always try and work out what series of Grand Designs it's on based on how far his hair's received. <laughs> <laughs> and then Alex says, Homes Under the Hammer. Dion Dublin, <laughs> stating the obvious, is a great motivator to get back to work. Genuinely, I think we might be on the summon here. Chris has suggested um, that ITV4 has beaten us to it. Uh, all ITV4 shows work. Minder, Sweeney, The Professionals. I don't know. that. You see, there's been a distinct lack, as far as I can tell, from our listeners, and I don't want to do down their suggestions, they've all been brilliant, but been a lack of Nazis and pyramids. Do you know what I mean? Good old Channel 5 fodder. Nazis and, and pyramids. When pyramids took off and won the Second World War. You're more a documentary man than I am. I think sometimes you're feeling a bit under the weather. That kind of stuff works. Home time with Bush and Ritchie, Renaissance men, Radio Neanderthals. Uh, there is another podcast uh, that I would uh, very politely point you towards as well today, and that is a, a little splinter project I have done with myself and my friend Chris. Ooh. I know you often tease me about how I love all things transport. Yeah. It is genuine. Uh, I've got a podcast that has started today called Richie Firth Travel Hacker. Ooh. You can find in all the normal places, uh, and it's me going out trying to hack travel, trying to find little shortcuts for you. First episode... Here's a little tease for you. Yeah. Because you said to me on Friday's show, surely there must be a time when the M25 is actually good. 
It can't be bad all the time. I remember you saying that on Friday. Even Trevor from EastEnders was all right now and again. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? First episode of my podcast, I'm attempting to find out if it is possible to drive the entire circumference of the M25 in under two hours. I am concerned because quite a lot of the, uh, you know, off the from the hip, off the cuff travel advice you've given on this show has, has ended in quite a bit of disaster. <laughs> So uh, Yeah, but that's under the pressure of a live show. You've had time to think when about When I'm actually one. mic'd up in my own little Volkswagen Polo, maybe I'm a little bit more on it. So what are you doing? Are you driving around then you're like, are you chatting to Chris or are you chatting to yourself and Chris is in another car? I'm going? chatting to myself. Chris is fact-checking as I go. Is Chris a real person? <laughs> I promise you. I've, it's got, real, okay. I've got friends, mate. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> so, uh, and what other, don't want to spoiler alert, but what other things would be in the series of, of stuff that you attempt to do? Don't want a spoiler alert, but I do fly... And I do go on trains. All right. All right. I've chucked money at this. <laughs> it's Richie Firth Heaven. There's <laughs> Richie Firth Travelacker. That's what you need to look for. Check it out. Home time with Bush and Richie. Cheap for half the price. And they were. Isn't it ironic that at the end of the podcast there, you're hearing me asking for them to lend their ears to my little solo project podcast of me travel hacking around the UK? Oh, yes. If I'd thought about that, I wouldn't have done that really quite rude beginning to today's podcast. Oh, now he comes back with his tail between his legs. (laughs) Spurs fans, forgive me. I'm sorry. You'd really love it. Richie Firth, Travel Hacker. It's a lovely podcast. Give it a go, Spurs fans. Vote with your ears. <laughs> no, in fairness, you know what, actually, Chris, who I've done it with, he's a Spurs fan. It's too late. It's too late. He's your beard and I, it's not going to work. I get on with Spurs fans. Too I love late. Them. Thank you for listening. The podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course, it won't be for everyone. So they can stick it up their bum. Thank you for listening. The podcast is done. We hope you found it a lot of fun. Of course, it won't be for everyone. So stick it up your bum.